Yo, Sophia, so um, now that we're going to be, you know, like venturing into a more serious, like partnership business wise, um, I just like got to know as the producer know this film and everything you know and i like don't even look at me as a producer you know you know just like look at me as your friend do you have any like skeletons in the closet like we don't need a whole like um i don't know like a situation if you know what i mean i i mean yeah like we we have we have john and also dave i forgot that one's name, but there's also Kathy. Um, I think her name was Susan. I'm not quite sure. There's Bathomet, not like not like the the archangel Bathomet. I'm just saying like that was their actual name, which was kind of weird, but I didn't question it. Uh, I might have a couple of more, but that's neither here nor there. Are you like looking for specifics? Um. Oh, that was that's a lot of people. Uh yeah. Gonna, okay. Um Oh. Man, I thought this would be something you brought up a little earlier knowing uh, each other. Was, um it, You know, it's kind of the thing like like if you bring it up, I'll I'll tell you, but other than that, like it's kind of not a big deal. It, are they like where You know, this is uh, this is super like no one's listening to this so like don't even worry about it's literally just you and i um but like where are they like where are all those people they're in my closet we literally just went over this they're the skeletons in my closet how wait wait how big is your closet like that must smell you've been in my room before you know how what, what my closet looks like So how many people? Um, at least ten. Ten? I lost count. And no one in your house has noticed? Like, well, they're skeletons. They're not decomposing corpses. Wait. Like, like, oh. Wait, like, ske- like Party City, like, Spirit Halloween they're skeletons. skeletons? They're skeletons. Do you, do you deal them to people? Well, that's neither here nor there, but if you need one, I can maybe hook you up. Oh, well, okay, so you don't have, oh, okay, so you don't have, like, any any baggage, like, no, like, tweets are going to come out. That's that's what I meant. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, no, you're not going to, no, no, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. Cool, because if we did, we'd just send a cease and desist to anyone who was trying to attack you, so it's cool. Just wanted to oh, check in. Yeah, no, I got... Nah, you're good. You're good. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the oh. 27th episode. Something like that. Well, I mean, 20. like, it's on, a, it's on a document. I just, I didn't have it pulled up right away. Yeah, the 27th yeah, episode. Yeah, 27th. Yeah. Fun yeah. fact, 27 is my lucky number. 
Isn't that the club? Like the death club? Is it? Club. Yeah. Where oh. like a bunch of celebrities died at 27. White Lighter. Oh, yeah. yeah Kurt Cobain. Is. Janis Joplin. It's yeah. just my lucky number. Is it like good things happen on the 27th? Actually, we're recording on the 27th. Funny, funny enough. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's been my favorite number. Huh. Like 27 and 30. That's why some of my usernames have 2730 in them. Huh. Those are just like big numbers for a lucky number. You know, it's weird. But hmm. Was there like a backstory to that at all? Or just like well, one day you woke up and we're like, 27 is my favorite number. <laughs> my birthday is on the 27th. Um, and mm, in elementary okay. school, when you used to get assigned a number... It used to be either 27 or 30. So, it just kind of became my numbers. Wait, you got assigned it? What do you mean you got assigned Yeah, because we would, like, get into, like, number order and line. So, we were all assigned a number. So, like, on our crayons, it would be all number order and, like, I don't know. Maybe well, yeah, because my- you had to, like, sit in desks. Yeah. Desks. So, I would sit in desks yeah. 27 or 30 all the time. Oh. Okay. And, yeah, like, I, I was- didn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got to sit like wherever we wanted, so I was not I lucky. Was... We always got assigned seats in elementary well, school. Yeah, because you went to like regular public school, and I went to weird Montessori hippie school. So, but also I was a teacher's pet, so I always convinced my teacher to let me pick where my seat was. Oh. Uh, but it it was in the sense that I couldn't pick who sat around me. I feel like I was an unintentional teacher's pet. Like, I never I meant to. Yeah, I wasn't. Like, I didn't mean to, and it just happened, and then kids got annoyed at me, so. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I used to go to the after-school program, and on days where we played, like, rec sports that I didn't like, I would, I would like, say, like, hey, I think my teacher needs help after school, and I would just go sit in that classroom for, like, 30 minutes. And then eventually... Mm. They just let me sit in there. I don't know. Maybe that says a lot about me. Um, but oh well. Yeah. Um, you know who's not a teacher's pet is that six-year-old who... <laughs> no, right. We probably shouldn't continue no, that sentence. No, no, we're not going there. This is too early into the episode. Um, leave a comment if you knew what I was going to say. Guess the rest of that sentence. Um, Guess the rest of that sentence. We'll pick the winner next episode for an Amazon gift card. Not, not really. really. That's Not no. really. We don't um, have... You can give us have... Amazon gift cards. Actually, the winner um has to give us gift cards next yeah. episode. So go ahead and leave your comments down below. Yeah, give me 200 for Evangeline's out-of-pocket comments. So, um... <laughs> That's a Jeopardy-like board thing. I'll take 200 for Evangeline's yeah. unhinged comments. <laughs> yeah. Give me 200 for chastising Sophia about not getting an adapter. <laughs> I will punch you. I, I know, will it's walk. Just funny. I will walk to your grandma's house right now. I will punch you. <laughs> we literally got into an argument before this. <laughs> before this episode started. 
I'm sorry that I want to play my cowboy games. I'm sorry. Woe is me. It's such a crime. Wait, actually, did you want to play Red Dead before you got the PS5? Yes. Or you did? Yes. I have never heard you talk about it before. What do you mean? I mean, I've heard you talk about, like, cowboys, but I just, I don't remember you ever saying anything about Red Dead. Like, that is not a video That's game weird. that, like, I, I associated I with you before. I mentioned you multiple times that I've wanted to play Red Dead. I'm going to look this up in the text messages right okay, now. Fine. Because I mentioned- Because I'm willing to be wrong. I just, like, I genuinely, I don't- Well, I might have, like, mentioned it to other friends, but I don't, I don't remember if I, like, specifically mentioned to you, but it's, like, most likely I did. Okay, wait. Um. Oh God! Anyways, <laughs> found some yearbook, old yearbook group text messages. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Ew. Oh. Anyways, yes, I am playing through Red Dead Redemption right now. I don't know if we've mentioned this. Um, I adore it. I love cowboys a very normal amount. And okay, you've mentioned it twice, but it was in 2020, so that's probably what why did I, I say don't... about it. It was literally just like, wait, let's see. Wait. What? It was me. You? Wait, okay. Wait a second. I How sent you a YouTube is- video. Uh-huh. That said it was when you don't want to play Spider-Man but don't want a PS. It was Zanny. Oh. That makes more sense. Okay, and I said his Red Dead vids are so funny. That makes sense. And then you said, I forgot how bad old games looked. Did I call Red Dead an old game? I think you did. Like, the first one, I think. Oh, did he? Because if it's the first one, that makes sense. That game looks like ass. But... And then I think I think I think this is a type. Okay, yeah. And then there was just one text that was not prompted by. Oh wait, no, no, no! I sent a Tumblr post. Okay, if this can load. Man, we're really digging into the archives right here we to really prove a are. point. <laughs> okay, this Tumblr post won't load. I don't. So I don't know if it was like this is what prompted you saying this, but you just said, "Wow, the new Red Dead Redemption." Um, the new Red Dead Redemption DLC looking good. And then... Wait, what was what was the context to that? I don't know, because this Tumblr post won't load. Send me the link. Okay. Because it'll probably load. Because I just looked up, like, on my, like, message app, and the only mention is the text to my dad being like, Hey, I got Red Dead over the weekend. Um... Oh, I sent this... To your old phone number. Whoops. Whoops? R.I.P. the person who has my old phone number. Man, I actually think I had those conversations anymore. I thought, like, deleted. Actually, oh my gosh, that's really great. Because there are so many things, like, I wrote and sent to you that I really would like back. Um, Not back, but, like... Thank you, Taco Bell. I didn't say... Oh. Um, the post got deleted? Okay, that's what I assumed. Okay. Um, I think, because the the blog was drawing cookie, so I'm assuming yeah. you sent me a drawing of cowboys. 
Pro- probably, but I don't. But Drawing Cookie draws a lot of DC stuff, so I don't. Was it a cowboy AU? I don't remember reblogging something like that, though. Wait. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, no, these are new. These are new. See, because now I'm curious. Like, if it's DC and I replied with something cowboy-related, what was it? But I think you were just roasting the graphics. Again. Again? Because so, remember I said- I was a Red Dead Redemption hater. I know. That's why I didn't. That's why I was confused why all of a sudden you were like into Red Dead too. Like I knew you were into Cowboys, but like I didn't think you liked that game. Well, I, I mean, it's it. fine. I'm not like you can't like it. I was just like, I was I genuinely like wondering. Keeping Red Dead Redemption right now. I'm not because I'm not even a fan of it. In actuality, maybe you're the fan of it and I'm just hate playing it. Well, I've never even watched a playthrough of that game, so I don't know how I would be a fan of it. It's it's literally like a an open world game. I wow, just, that was a great description, Sophia. I know. Definitely did not just describe every AAA game in the past five years. Uh, you know what? Shut up. <laughs> That's what Shut I'm gonna up. tell people now. <laughs> Yo, my friends playing an open world game and just give them no. No context. Other, no context at all. <laughs> um, well, I just, I like it because it's just a good game and it has a good story. And yeah, and I think this is actually the last game Rockstar, like, made in that sense of, like... No, it's the last not... one they've released. Yeah. Um, I did, that... however, yeah. I got, I got Bully, um... Oh, yeah, that one's fun. Fun fact, um, my You were best- a bully, so, like, you're- No. You're going to some therapy. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> Ryan's uncle worked on it. Oh, wait. Oh, that's cool. Like, actively, like, that- That video game is about his old middle school. So, I wanted to get it. Like, he was the writer me. for it, or- like, like, he went to that role? middle school, and it inspired, like, his experience there ex- inspired the game, so he helped made it. Oh. Yeah. Like, he worked on it. Like, wrote it. I think he wrote it. I'm not quite sure if he did any graphics for it, but, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Fun fact, also, did you know that Ryan's family is, like, their family friends with Sam Rockwell? You know, so I feel like I just, I was, okay, I'm not even going to say what I'm, I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's a bragging thing. I just think it's weird that everyone's like, every family has like that, that family friend that's like kind of a well-known person or worked on something cool. And no, I, I don't, no, I don't I have don't. it. And I'm the one who actually like wants to like be a producer in one of the biggest like movie studio well then you'll be the family friend i know well that's cool but like it like that would be helpful if i knew sam rockwell like it well it's not like they like no no him it's not like they you just said family friend yeah family friend family friend that means like you see them 
Semi-often, but not, like, often-often. But, like, if they saw him on the street, like, they would be like, hey, Sam, what's up? Yeah, well, his, yeah, kind of. Like, and it wouldn't be weird. It wouldn't be, like, some crazed fan who wants to post a video on TikTok. Like, it would just be a regular thing. Yeah. <clears throat> what? I just, I, I don't understand why I can't have these connections. I don't understand why that's not in the cards for me. Um, You're going to make connections. It's fine. Yeah. Um, speaking of movies. Speaking of. And we have a very big announcement, which before I announce this, I know some of you who are listening are going to be like, there's no way they're going to get this completed, conceptualized. We're going to try. Scripted. But we are. We're not going to just try. We're going to do it. We're going to do it because we need to. And I think if we say it and we write it down and we have a schedule and we have a plan, it's going to work out. We are going into this summer, we're going to start pre-production on a short film. It could not be short. It could be a feature length. It is a film. Who knows? But it is a film. Yeah. Yeah. I, this is an idea that I actually really vibe with, so I am super excited to work on it. Yeah, so right now we're kind of like in the process of development. So if y'all don't know how movies work, development, pre-production, production, which contains principal photography, all that stuff. Post, post-production, editing, blah, 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 and then distribution. Um, so the goal is that Obviously, right now we're in development. Summer, we would do pre-production, so finalizing a script, storyboarding, which is, like, honestly, to me, as someone who wants to be a producer, like, that is the biggest, like, that is the beast of producing a movie just because you have to get the schedules, you have to permits, equipment, scripts, storyboards. It's just, it's a lot. So we're going to spend the entire summer doing that. And we'll update you as we do these episodes. Over the winter, we will hopefully shoot everything, because usually that's like the shortest part of it. And then next summer, we will spend the entirety of it editing. And then we will release it. Hopefully, I'm thinking like end of July, early August of 2024. She's got that all planned out. I'm just the person who's designing <laughs> the characters. Yeah, so the rules right now are pretty much... I'm the producer, but... I'm the producer in every sense except for the money because we don't have any money. So another thing I'm hoping we can do... I'm kind of throwing this out. I didn't say this to Sophia before. Is that we can kind of make a... I don't know if demo reel is the right word but maybe a teaser yeah we can shoot a mini teaser this summer and we can share it with you guys and if you appreciate what we can do with little to no money then maybe we can start like a kickstarter to (laughs) get us some money for equipment like my dream went to rent or even buy a black magic cinema 4k camera 
because right now the camera I have it's 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 all right, but it's not like cinema quality. Um, but something like that, you know, and we we would totally update. Anyone who donated would get an executive producer role. Um, but I'm also going to be. I don't know, Sophia. Are you, I don't. We're we're talking. We're including the audience onto this process, but like. I assume that I would be directing it, but I don't know if you're like want to be. You would obviously at least be eighty assistant director. So I mean, I I assume, or you can so co-direct. Like I, I don't I, know I don't... if it's wrong for me to assume. Assume <laughs> what? That I would essentially help you direct this because it was our joint idea yeah no i wasn't like saying that in the sense no, of I like know. you wouldn't do any of the directing but like probably like assistant director. i mean yeah why not okay. um I and was... but you're also like our storyboard artist like concept artist mm-hmm. costume designer a lot more of the artsy kind of things that yes. go into a film although everything about a film is very artsy from the editing and all that stuff but she means like pen to paper yes that's out. traditional that kind of thing um yeah and potential potential actor actually well no you're gonna be our lead okay Wait, why are you backing down all of a sudden? You were like, down. oh, okay. That was like a down. very just... defeated, okay. <laughs> no, because I was just, I don't, I don't know how, what my acting is. It's been a while since I like was in any productions. Okay, well, I mean, like, well, I'm gonna do it. I love made by a college student. Like this. Wait, can we? Are, are we? Can we share our, our idea? Are we still kind of keeping that under wraps? No, I'll share the idea, but one th- more thing I wanted to mention okay. to let people know that, like, we're serious about this. Well, now our good friend, Sammy on the bass. Shout I won't say his Sammy last name. Base. Yeah, shout Sammy out to Sammy on the bass. Um, I'm in a music ensemble with him at school, and he is going, he has agreed to compose a score for us and, like, a theme and all of that and it's going to be very cool because he is very talented when it comes to music and he's very versatile and even when he doesn't know something he can learn it so he's gonna learn accordion and i'm excited for that wait did he tell you that yes he did wait (laughs) wait when did he send you that like (laughs) because we were talking for a bit and I was like, oh, what instruments do you play? And he starts, like, listing all the instruments. He's like, oh, and I want to start learning accordion. Oh, oh like, okay. Yes, you should. Absolutely. And he's like, okay, I will. <laughs> Did he? Wait, oh, oh, but he didn't mention that I, about him composing the score. No, he didn't tell no. me. He, he composes? Yeah. No, I mean, like, he's, he's- like... He'd probably be like, I don't want to be called this, but he's like a musical genius. No, like, I'm not I even... know. Well, his name is Sammy on the bass. Of course, he's a he- musical genius. Like, it's actually like phenomenal. Like, he just like says all this stuff. And probably maybe it's just because I'm not like a music major and I don't know anything about music. I know some stuff about music. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to play an instrument. But um, it's just like... 
insane. Like I've never met someone like that. Um, but yeah, so we have roles. Um, we're trying to get a certain someone. Don't say their name, Sophia, because I don't want to like pressure them. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to oh, try to get them. a certain someone who can be our DP. So cinematographer, director of photography, um, and slash editor, because they know how to work a camera and they know their way around Premiere. They also so, know someone who can lend us material. Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> I don't want it. That that was like a, that was very much like a one-off, like not even that is, yeah, that's a later conversation. That is not the main reason I want this person. I want this person because they can do the roles that Sophia and I require. But um, Sophia, do you want to say our idea or do you want me to say yes, it? Yes, I'll say it. Okay. Picture this. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus the world at an anime convention. There you go. That's our idea. Okay. I mean, I was just going to say a comic con, but. but yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> essentially doing something. <laughs> inspired by scott pilgrim versus the world yeah so basically and we're gonna definitely like we're gonna make this interactive with everyone like we're gonna make a letterbox like list of all the movies that are gonna inspire this yes we'll put up inspiration like photos movies music other soundtracks like all of it um, cause to me right now, the vibe of this film is very much like, obviously Scott Pilgrim versus the world, a little bit of like the chaotic, which Scott Pilgrim is already very chaotic, but like even more chaotic, like everything, everywhere, all at once. I and... was thinking that like mixed with the like title cards i love title cards we are i want title cards oh in this movie is gonna have a bunch of visual effects yeah because i'm thinking like you know you remember the menu you watch the menu yeah i love the menu every kind of section the they had the the dish and it was like the course and what was in the dish i want i want stuff like that i want i want title cards no and like this is what i'm getting at yeah and to build off of that this is we're definitely like not trying to rip off scott pilgrim versus the world like we want to make something that's our own and we're kind of taking the seven deadly sins concept and turning it into something that's um like fandom oriented so it's not like a romance like there's none of that going on it's purely like an action comedy short potentially wand film (laughs) Um, and i think also kind of it is it is gonna be about the aspects of fandom culture and the people you're gonna meet when you are in those spaces because I for one think the psychology and kind of gathering a fandom is so interesting and how it all no matter what fandom you go to, you will always meet one of these type of people. No matter yeah. what fandom. And they're it's it's amazing. Um, so that's kind of what we're doing. And yeah. Yeah. And it's basically, it's just going to like Scott, 
and the reason why we keep on bringing up Scott Pilgrim is because we want this to be like, I feel like it's fitting for the very like bare bones story we have right now yeah. um, for it to be a visual comic book slash video game, which is essentially what Scott Pilgrim is. But obviously we're going to bring our own twist to it. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not like hyping this up too much and then it gets released and then everyone's like, this was lame. Because <laughs> um, it is a very like personal thing to make a movie and release it because I have made a couple of short films so far and it is um, it's very daunting. It's fun but it's daunting and sometimes it's just like, yeah. But I'm yeah. just along the road. It, you're what? I'm just along for the road. Like I know <laughs> The road? The road, like you want to expand your <laughs> your skills, your real. Did you mean? Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm such an asshole for this. But did you mean along the ride? You know what? You know what? Hey, no, I hey, I said, I said, I, I, I said what I said. <laughs> um. Anyways, before I got rudely interrupted. <laughs> I know well, you want to expand your skills and expand your reel, but I'm just here because I want to be in a movie one day. So, yeah. Not saying that this is not going to be a labor of total love because I'm so ready to put so much work into this. Yeah. And, and not get paid. Yeah. No one's getting paid. If you're in the Sacramento area and you know anything about film, if you have like know of any like cheap equipment we can rent if you're willing to help out with this let us know but it, you're not going to get paid you're not you, we we're not I will getting buy paid you lunch, maybe we can I'll get a pizza it. that's we can get a little, a little we can get a costco part? pizza that's little but that's as can, far we can go to little caesars uh, and costco and, and if we're extra good i'll get us some crazy bread I vote Costco as the producer. Okay. But, well, um, we'll talk about it at the cast party. Yeah. So, yeah. Just disclaimer. No one's getting paid on this. We're not getting paid. Um, the only way people would start getting paid is if, like, it blew up on YouTube and we started making money off of ads. But I have a feeling that won't happen. So, um, yeah. Yeah. We're very excited about it, and yes, we we're serious about it. It's going to happen, and right now, we are saying next summer 2024. End of July, beginning of August. That's... Hopefully. Yeah. Not hopefully, it's, it's going to happen, unless something just really horrible happens. So... We'll try. We're going to do it. We're going to try. <laughs> We're going to do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm the producer gonna... and I'm going to say we're going to do it. <laughs> oh, we're going to, I'm, we're going to try. Okay. Yeah. You're hey, what? <laughs> speaking of movies, again, I guess. Oh, um, yeah. Something is coming up. Yeah. Titanic re-release. Um, I'm like a huge Titanic fan. It's really bad. Um, it's definitely been repressed in the past few years. But like when I was when I was in elementary school, because I really can't remember the exact age, I became very obsessed 
with the Titanic. Like just, I wanted every book at the book fair about it. Um, and then I found out there was a movie. <laughs> there was a movie and I rewatched that over and over and over again. And you know, like, I don't know if you did this at recess, but my friends and I did this at recess, like where we would role play. Oh and yeah. I mean that in the most like innocent way. <laughs> um, Cause I feel like some weirdos are going to take that out of context. Um, we would role play the Titanic. Were you Rose or Jack? It would alternate, you know? Like, we all had okay. different roles, and, like, okay. someone would be in the back, like, singing the Celine Dion. Like, we had, like, all the roles, like, <laughs> going on, you know? Um, I, I even tried learning the song on my, like, five, like, you know, like, the little piano keyboards for, like, five-year-olds? Yeah. I tried learning. <laughs> my heart will go on. That's so funny. Um, because keyboard. <laughs> I never, I never, like, the only thing I role-played as was, um, Warrior Cats, which, yeah, you guys, into that. If, if you're a Warrior Cats girly, you know. I do not know. Well, to the viewers that are, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, when I found out a couple weeks ago because I got a, there was like a trailer that popped up and it was like two hours ago. Like that was the time like stamp mm -hmm. for it. And it said Titanic trailer. And I didn't really read the words in between. And I just got very excited. And I clicked on it and there James Cameron was again re-released in another one of his masterpieces. And it's coming out Valentine's Day, and I finally get the reason for Valentine's Day, because that will forever be enshrined as the day they re-release Titanic in IMAX 4K. I also um, um, with think an it's extra funny. frame rate boost. <laughs> I think it's funny that um, James Cameron made a documentary on how Rose and Jack couldn't both be on the door. Like, he went into it. Like I, I know, mean, because everyone's been so annoying about it for the past, like, 25 well, years. I think her ass could have moved over. No, because they would have both been submerged in the water. And then they both would have gotten hypothermia and died. Well, then keel over and die. I don't know. It's just like, I don't... Under I, never mind. I don't... People get, like, so obsessed with, like, those details. And I get it's a meme. But it's, like, to keep on bothering the director and actors about it is, like so annoying it's like 12 year old boy energy you know like well, i want to go up to james boy. i know but would you really go up to james cameron yes. and be like jack and Ro like oh how original he has a punchable face i would how original how original yes i'm sorry man has a punchable face i feel like you say that about everyone because <laughs> it's true a lot of people have a punchable face he does not, but okay. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I can't even trust you when you say that because you say it about everyone. So it's like lost its, <laughs> it's lost its meaning. Well, because I'm right. How? 
What? No, <laughs> you can't. That's like reserved for like a couple of people, you know, because then it has like that. It has that punch to it. But then you say like everyone has a punchable face and it's like, well, okay. almost everyone in Hollywood does. It's just that Hollywood Riz, I guess. I pretend you didn't say that. Um, anyways, moving on, I am definitely going to see Titanic re-release. I'm probably, I actually, I probably can't see it multiple times because I have school. But um, I'm going to see it again because I'm just so excited they're bringing back all of these old movies and putting the theaters. And yes, I know it's for nostalgia, like cash grab things but it's like it's so amazing to like see these classic movies on the theater like the big screen because like that's where they were originally meant to be and not meant to be shown like initially on my monitor um which i know like that's how i'm gonna watch these movies but it's just like i saw the godfather in theaters mm-hmm. unforgettable unforgettable Speaking of movies, Oscar nominations. Oscar nominations. Yeah. Um, Run down the list of what's being nominated. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to decide which ones I think are most important. Um, Obviously, we're just going to start off with Best Picture. I'm kind of like sad because this year I really didn't get to see a lot of the. Actually, I feel like I always see at least like half. So I feel like that's true for this year. So there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten nominated for Best Picture. And the first one is Top Gun Maverick. I sweep. Was, Top Gun sweep. I was really surprised that it because I'm really surprised by the amount of blockbusters that are in this category. I really am. Because not only is Top Gun Maverick on there, but Avatar Way of Water is, or The Way of Water is, and Everything Everywhere All at Once is, which Everything Everywhere, oh my gosh, Eow, that's what I'm going to say now, because yeah. they got nominated for a lot of stuff, so Eow, um, is an independent film, but to be honest, like the vibe of it and how it was made could honestly, like if you didn't tell me the budget for that and that it was made by A24, I would fully think that it was a blockbuster film. It profited like a blockbuster film and oh, it deserved yeah. it. Um, so those three are nominated. Women Talking, that's like a super independent film. I uh, haven't seen that one. I don't want to discuss the contents of that film because that is definitely going to um, well, <laughs> Put us. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have once again only seen two movies on this list. I figured. Um, What's that supposed to mean? Well, because you just like. I'm you sorry. Don't, you don't see a lot of like not like advertised, heavily advertised films. Well, I watched the film. It's that not I like. Watched- I know, but, like, you don't... <laughs> it's not, like, a bad thing, but you don't go out of your way to, like, watch, like, these tiny independent films. Well, That's all. Like, it's not, yeah. like, a bad thing. That's just, like, a lot of people do that, and it's fine. I mean, it's not fine, but it's fine. <laughs> but it's fine. Okay. Okay. I mean, um, uh, when I mean that it's well, not fine, I just mean it's not fine in the sense of I just... 
like actually I'm gonna get into this after we go through the nominations because I, I do have criticism I have, towards I, not you not you it's not towards you I want to make that very clear it's not towards you and people like you who go to movies it's my issue with box office profits and I think the commercialism yeah um yeah but anyway so Top Gun Maverick Women Talking Eow The Banshees of Inisherin um Triangle of Sadness The Fablemans which I did see and was a beautiful film from Steven Spielberg All Quiet on the Western Front Avatar The Way of Water Elvis which was very good and Tar I've literally I think I've wanted to see all of these movies and have Lesbianism seen Lesbianism for the win what? I said lesbianisms for the win. Where? Tar. Oh, is that what that's about? Yeah, it's because she oh. was a lesbian. Oh. Man. No, because no, I just got a really vague of description of it. It was like a very vague description. It was just like, I thought like it was about her having an affair with a student. Well, that is also, but she's also a lesbian. Oh. Okay, well, they that was never said in it. I was very confused. Because um, I don't read... Yeah, because whenever it's like the synopsis was just like a, a composer who had an affair with her student. I was like, okay. And I wanted to see it because I really like Kate Blanchett. So, um, She's so hot. Dude, I watched Mrs. America, which is a series on Hulu. Super good. Super good. Anyways. Um, I just think she is so sexy. So, best picture. Would her do anything to me. I also rewatched Thor Ragnarok. Um, I liked it more than I thought I would on the rewatch. I don't know why, but like for a while, especially after Thor: Love and Thunder, I was just like, I don't like Thor Ragnarok anymore. And then I watched it, and I was like, No, I actually like this movie. So that was a nice experience because usually that does not happen to me. Um. Oh, <laughs> I think Marvel tried to nominate Thor: Love and Thunder for Best Picture, That's which foul. was hilarious. That's like foul. that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, um, no, <laughs> that's that's not. I want to see because I don't remember if it was just like other Oscar nominations or if it was. I just I don't under. Yeah, yeah, it was submitted to be considered for best picture, which is um, yeah, that's that's very funny. Also, this key like will not snap back in. Okay, sorry about that. Probably just heard a key. Um, okay, so who do you want to win? Who or who? Top yeah, gun. who? Top Gun. Okay, I want Yao. To win because i'll i mean if everything everywhere all at once does win i'm i'm not upset i think that was a wonderful movie and it deserves so many awards but also i watched top gun like five times last year same but also okay i'm gonna sound like a hypocrite because don't get me wrong i love top gun maverick but and I don't want to punish the people who 
worked their asses off for that film because I don't watch Top Gun Maverick for Tom Cruise. Um, I watch it because it's like just the cinematography is phenomenal. The sound design is phenomenal. The editing is phenomenal. um, And those are the technical aspects of film that, you know, like I'm looking at because let's be honest, like the story for Top Gun Maverick is not like groundbreaking in any sense. Like it's pretty like basic and the characters are not like these multifaceted, like deep characters. I mean, you get attached to them because like it's very simple go fast. archetypes and all of that stuff. But um, in, ten- in terms of its like technical qualities, it's a really great film. But I feel um, conflicted about it because I don't, I don't want Tom Cruise to win. That's that's my issue with it. Top Gun, Top Gun, good. I like Top Gun. Top Gun should win. Okay, that's my that logic. I'm. Um, that was a very insightful thing you said after what I said. This, um, this is literally the entire dynamic we have established for this podcast. I, I don't know. know why you're surprised that I have such little input. I shared my opinion. Okay. Um, well, best actor, unfortunately, I've only watched one of the movies. Um, it was Brendan Fraser for The Whale, which I heard he was really good in. Austin Butler for Elvis. He was really good in. Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Inisherin. Also, I feel like I'm really butchering that name. Um, Bill Nye for Living and Paul Mescal for After Sun. I really wanted to see After Sun. I wanted to see it so bad, and I don't think it's in theaters anymore, which is very depressing. It's, um, I'll send you a link. Well, I wanted to watch it in in theaters. That's I can find the link. You I don't know, need but... to send me one. Okay. Okay, never mind. You don't... I was trying to be nice. No, that's why I said I wanted to watch it in theaters. It's not that I don't have access to it. I just wanted to watch it in theaters. No, you should know I'm, this about just, me by now. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying that, you know, maybe maybe I just I just wanted to be nice. I don't know. Didn't I give you that site? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Actually, is it on any streaming services? I'm just wondering. I don't think so. No, it's not. That's not in any theater. Well, actually, um, Century usually does like a week of Oscar-nominated films, but I don't think it's going to be in there because After Sun wasn't nominated for Best Picture. So, Ugh. oh well. Film student problems. Um, best actress. <laughs> um, this someone, someone got robbed, and I will tell you who that someone got robbed. Um, I did not watch To Leslie. I don't know what that film is. I will look it up right now because I could sound like a complete idiot. Yeah. Um. Oh. Oh, what? What? Okay, um, news. <laughs> so, the Best Actress Awards, there was this one actress who I've never heard of, Andrea Rise, Riz, Riseborough? Riz? <laughs> um, Riz. <laughs> um, Riz. 
in a movie called To Leslie, that which came out last October, which I had never heard about, and it only made $27,000 in the box office, which, you know, that doesn't constitute whether a film is good or not. It obviously has very good ratings, but I haven't heard of it. There was a film that did come out last year that was very, very good um, called Till, and it was about Emmett Till. If you don't know who Emmett Till is, go look it up. I actually don't, so can you please explain it? I I don't want to explain it on here because I think it's it's inappropriate to Theory? like bring up Sophia Who's seriously don't don't worry he's not going to speak loud what you're talking oh. about now Okay, yeah, I just, I don't want to, like, bring up the contents of it, not because no, it shouldn't be brought up, it's just, like, I think that's inappropriate to bring up on a comedy podcast, so. Yeah, and also, um, I don't think we're the most, um, the best people to talk about this. Well, no, it's not that, I mean, I can, I can say what it is, like, it's fine to be educated Well, I know, it. I just, it's just yeah. I'm not a very articulate person, so yes, okay. but continue. Um, and the actress, Danielle Deadweiler, played um the mother in till and that was one of the best performances i have ever seen in my life and the fact that she was not nominated and this other woman was for a movie i have never heard of and a lot of people haven't heard of um it danielle got robbed and now I'm seeing an article that says, was the Andrea Riseborough Oscar campaign illegal? Um, so I'm just finding this out. I don't know what this is about. <laughs> um, a grassroots political campaign for an Oscar nomination? Oh. Oh. So she kind of she kind of lobbied her way into the Oscars. That's bizarre. I'll have to read up more on this and then we can maybe we can talk about it next week. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, anyways. Andrea. <laughs> um <laughs> anyways so she got nominated michelle williams for the fablemans i'm gonna be honest i didn't that was not my favorite michelle williams performance um as much as i like that film it was just not my favorite favorite performance kate blanchett for tar ana de armas for blonde which i refused to watch and michelle yo for Yao, and I'm rooted for Michelle Yeoh because Michelle Yeoh is queen. Queen. Love her. Just like, she's just like so cool. You know? Like, she's just cool. Um, like, her, like, do you have like an actress that you just like think is cool? Like, like, it's just kind of like kick ass, kind of? Like, is there like an actor? I, I do. Don't say actor, because I, I have many. Um, 
but actress, it gets a little. Oh well, bit I just sorry. That's what I meant. Like actor is in like a gender neutral. Oh. like any well person actress. I think Kristen Dunst is like everything she does. Hmm. I'm like okay. yes, queen. Yes, queen. Like Virgin Suicides, Power of the Dog, Spider Man, uh, Antoinette. Literally, Chef's Kiss. All right. Okay, I was not expecting that from you, but like that's very valid. Um, for me, it's Michelle Yeoh and um, Sigourney Weaver. I just After. like her. Yeah. Actor, however. Not that I think he's badass. I just think he's always goofy. And I love that in a man. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> he's just goofy. And I like yeah. that. In it makes me slightly uncomfortable because of reasons we've talked about before. But I will respect it. Huh? Oh, because my brother looks like Ryan Gosling. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I can see it now. Oh well, okay. I felt like before you were like, yeah, he does, like full on. My brother looks like well, yeah, he does. Now I Hispanic like, I, I... Ryan Gosling, even though he's not Hispanic, but um, just yeah. Anyways, sorry, I didn't mean to make that awkward. It's just like <laughs> just whenever Thanks someone mentions Ryan Gosling, I I get um flashbacks um best original song i don't know i know i'm not that's not my forte mr um, bombastic was the best original song written for a movie in cinematic history and i won't take criticism what film is that from like life in a barn or something like that Barn, barn, barnyard. Hold up, it's on my playlist. Let me look real quick. From two thousand six. Yes. Sophia, we're talking about twenty twenty three Oscar nominations. I know. I'm just okay. saying that that is the best song made for a movie ever. Period. Um, and it is barnyard. I was right. Okay. Um. Well. Some of the original songs on here, two of them, I have no clue what they're from. Um, but the three that I do know are, actually, both of us know, are This Is A Life, um, Lift Me Up, and Hold My Hand. I, I'm gonna, it's hard because I'm stuck between, I don't know, I Lift Me Up was more I feel like it immediately got me on like an emotional level hold my hand took me a while to like yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you I don't really like hold my hand think I'd like it because it's in the context of Top Gun, but if it was anywhere else, I would never listen to it. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Lady Gaga. Um, See, I'm not a fan, so that's also I, another reason. I listen to Government Hooker like it's nobody's business. <laughs> I love that song. Um, and I think she's an iconic woman. I just don't like that song. I just... Yeah, it, I think I like. I'd have to go with my marvel bias and hope that lift me up wins this is a life isn't a bad song it's a nice song i just 
I don't lift me up just had more of a like a visceral like emotional reaction uh give me a moment oh well it was from black panther well yeah i know oh okay (laughs) what do you think i was doing i don't know because like it just sounded like shady like you didn't know what i was talking about no i know what you were talking about um I don't know. I don't know what other categories. Um, animated feature. Um, well, the only two that I've seen are Turning Red and, and Marcel the Shell with shoes on, which I don't really know how that's a... That's a weird... Because it, it technically released in 2021, but it was... Oh, no, I didn't mean that. I just meant oh. because, like... I get yeah, it's it's animated. It is animated. Yeah. Animated. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just always find that weird when like animation is interacting with real things. Real. Like I it's kind of both categories, but it's fine. But I actually want that to win. Even though I didn't see Guillermo del Toro's um Pinocchio or Puss in Boots, which I want to watch Reddit group chat. My Reddit group chat is like they're they're like so like obsessed with this film and it kind of just like makes me not want to watch it even though I know it's good I just like I don't like when people hype things up it makes me like not want to watch or listen to You know to the guy something. who plays um Pablo Escobar in Narcos uh voices death <laughs> Doesn't Florence Pugh voice um Yeah she Goldilocks? voices Yeah and John Mulaney is also in it. Oof, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. <laughs> that man. What a character. <laughs> what an absolute um, character. But I'm hoping Marcel Lachelle with shoes on. Me too. Wins. It's just like, it. that was, like, I, I needed that movie at the time I watched it. Um, Costume design. Oh, that was not where I thought you were. I thought you were going to go to like best director. Um, oh, oh, no, I was going to costume design because I can actually kind of talk about this. Because okay, uh, I've okay. seen three out of five of the movies. Okay, I've seen four out of five. Um, I don't know exactly why Babylon's on there. Because either. I... It's not like they did bad with the costumes. It's just the costumes were very period accurate. They weren't like, really like that's... phenomenal. But I don't know what else would have been more deserving mm. of that. I think. And don't say I Top think... Gun. No, I wasn't going to say Top Gun. I think Black Panther should win. Because the costume they, designs, yeah. they, they did for Namor. Oh, that man. Well, is just so... like. Every costume was so, and it connected. Yeah, like just to everything. I just think the costumes for that were really phenomenal. Elvis, like I'd say, would get like second place for me, just because I think that takes a lot of time and effort to replicate iconic like outfits and trying to get every detail so it matches perfectly. Um, so just the effort that Catherine Martin had to put into that, like, I'd be okay with it winning, but I think my, Black Panther deserves it. 
I think my second would be everything everywhere all at once. Um, yeah, the co- the costumes for uh, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot how to pronounce the um, name. Jo- Jojo Jo Jo Jojo however, Siwa. <laughs> however, if you go down to best original score, Babylon. Ooh. I think Babylon should win that because that's they're the score in that movie is so good. Yeah, but that's for me. It's kind of a tie between Sun Lux and Justin Hurwitz because the score for Everything Everywhere All at Once was like insane to me as well um that's but it's really Babylon. hard because those are so two different genres yeah. and styles so uh-huh. it's a little hard for me the fablemans was not john williams best i don't know why that's on there but um i'm surprised um let me think black panther could have been on here that although that wasn't as good as the first Black Panther score, um, but yeah, uh, what's what's an what's another one? Best director, which I can only really comment about one of them, so I don't know if you want to go over that. Eow for the win. Eow for yeah. the win. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love Steven Spielberg. I love the Fablemans, but um, the Daniels deserve that. The Daniels absolutely deserve that. Um, I think the other reason why I'm rooting for Yao way more is because that was essentially an independent film in the sense of how it was produced. And for them to come out with something like that, which, to be honest, is kind of like the first time in a while there's been something like that originally like chaotic in film to me uh and i just like they put their all into that film for 25 million dollars which is insane (laughs) like if you showed me that film and i didn't know and i just knew it was from a24 and these directors i really hadn't heard of before i would have never guessed it cost 25 million dollars because that film looks like marvel at its best which Marvel spends like $200 million on their film on average. So I hope they win and everything. I hope the Daniels and their team, wait a second, is best editing in here? I think so. Yes, best film editing. Oh, whoa, Paul Rogers. Paul Rogers. Um... Top Gun Maverick has great... This honestly is a very hard category for me because Top Gun had amazing editing and Elvis had amazing editing. But it y'all need to look up the, <laughs> the Premiere Pro timeline um, screenshot that Paul Rogers tweeted of Yao and then tell me which movie you think should get best film editing oh, because... No, Sophia, like, seriously, have you seen that screenshot? No, I'm not. You haven't? Oh, I gotta show you. Um, it was insane when I saw it. Uh, Premiere Pro screenshot. Hope I can still find it. Ah, I don't know where I would find it. 
I just saw it like on a Twitter post. <laughs> I don't know why I said Twitter post. That was dumb. Um, where is it? No, because it was like absolutely insane. I don't want screen. And five people. Five people did the visual effects for this movie, by the way. Five people. Only five. Which, like, compared to, like, the studios that Marvel has to do all their special effects, like, that's so impressive. That is insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is absolutely insane. Okay. Yeah, because Adobe has a, like, they posted a video about it, I think. No, that is not the insane screenshot I saw. That is a little baby screenshot. Um, Twitter. Oh, am I not going to be able to find it? Darn it. I can't. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> this is it. God, oh, I have to show this. This is insane. It's absolutely insane. Um. Is it on? It's in general. Okay. Look at that. Oh, wow. I, That's so many cuts. Like. Pop <laughs> gun. Mm. But no, that's crazy. That's like. I. I I would genuinely go crazy trying to do all that. Editing is such a thankless job. That's why I don't edit. <laughs> editing and sound editing and sound mixing are such thankless jobs. And I don't even think they televise. Um, now it's just best sound. It used to be sound editing and sound mixing, which are two completely different things and now it's just best sound and I don't even think they televise it anymore which is really horrible um, which is why I'm going to give them the time of the, the day um, Top Gun Maverick All Quiet on the Western Front Avatar The Way of Water Elvis and The Batman and I'd have to say Top Gun Maverick deserves best sound For best which, sound um my vote goes towards Batman. Okay, now you want to be opposite. Like, now you're... <laughs> I'm Are sorry. You just... I love okay. Pop Gun. But Batman is just something so raw in me. Okay, maybe should I shouldn't have phrased it like that. Yeah. Wait. No, 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 no. Wait a second. Are you judging what? it on the sound? Because we're talking about the sound category. Are you judging it on the sound? Or are you judging yes. it on the story? <laughs> The sound of me watching Robert Pattinson. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, but I love everything about the Batman mm -hmm. so much. And what though. do you love specifically about the sound, Sophia? What is it that you like about the sound so much in that comparison to the other films? That little motif that goes over the Batman. And it makes me that feel score. like I'm literally Batman. That is the score. That is the score. That is not the that is not sound, sound design. That's sound. That is not 
that's part of sound design, but that's a separate category. That's that's the I, score, and it did not get nominated for the score. What is it about the sound? Cargo room room. <laughs> okay, that's valid. I gave. The, I there you that. go. There's your reason. I like how okay. that feels sounds. Okay. Okay, I, I'll take that. I'll take that. I just, I want to educate you before what's we go so, into a okay, movie. Okay, what's so good about <laughs> Top Gun here? Because all that Top Gun is, is a bunch of engines revving. Actually, do you want to know something about the first Top Gun do that not, I found out last week? Do not, um, actually me. <laughs> but yeah, what do you like think? Though? Okay, yeah, okay. No, it's because that's actually really cool. So I have to, I want to look up her name because I forgot her name. The sound... It's um, not very feminist of you. Okay, well... I was going to say something and it was going to make me sound like really bad. Um, say it. Uh, Go ahead. Say no, it. I, I, no, it was just... it was some, Cecilia Hall. Cecilia Hall. Um, this... This very talented woman... Uh, so, what do you think she used to, um, and I guess this is already giving it away, but <laughs> do you think that those engines in the first Top Gun, at least, were, like, actual jet engines? Knowing Tom Cruise, yes. Well, let me tell you something, Sophia, and it's going to blow your mind. Cecilia Hall, she was asked to go out and record the plane engines, the jet engines on like the tarmac and everything. Mm -hmm. And when she came back, she basically said, and I, it was with someone else, they decided that plane engines for like this movie, they were pretty lame, which is insane. Like I would have never thought that. Um, so she used. She recorded sounds, and I, I don't remember if she recorded sounds or she just got them from a sound library of loud animals, like animals that roar, like lions, bears, tigers, those types of sounds. And that's what you hear for the plane engines. Seriously? <laughs> I'm not joking. Well... Mind is that mind blowing? Because like I would have never. It's not well because like they used one of the sound producers' cats to make the sound of Darth Maul's lightsaber. The cat's <laughs> name was Porkchop, um, so I'm not very surprised that they used something like that to replicate roaring engines. I know, but it's just like I think I find it more interesting just because first off, sound is not like my thing in films it's probably like the thing i'm least good at um which is ironic because i have really sensitive hearing and i think that's why i don't like dealing with sound i don't like being a like a boom person and using an h4n and like all of that stuff so but that was just like mind-blowing to me when i found out because like that's just like, I wouldn't think to do that, but she did. And, like, that's part of the reason that movie is so good, because, like, the sound is just insane. Um, 
I'm definitely going to research more into like, because I don't know if they use those same like techniques in Top Gun Maverick. Knowing Tom because um, it's the it's different people um, who did the sound editing for that. I think. Yeah, I don't see Cecilia's name on this. Well, there is an article, right? Okay, well, they used real jets to create sonic sound. That's a quote. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that sound mixing session must have been insane. Because not only, like, you have to isolate the actor speaking from these really loud jet engine. Like, that's just, whew, a lot of work. Um, but like because we did this last year and we talked about this forever um so let's go on to some other stuff unless you have anything else to say about any oscars um, this is a great season for annoying people let's continue what this is a great season for annoying people <laughs> am i the annoying person no we're both the annoying people oh okay well you know do you know that that kind of it's not really a joke. I guess saying. Saying? Like, this is a great thing for annoying people? Um, not really. Okay. That's what I was getting at. Um, get it? Because film students are insufferable. Well, that's why he asked me. <laughs> well, we're both, like, the film people. You're... You're you're a diet that's, film student. That's why I'm not saying film students because I'm not studying film. I'm not. Studying but you're a anything. diet film student, okay. and I'm your diet film professor. Ew. <laughs> oh, just... I don't like that. After you explained to me what tar was about. Yeah, I was. That's why I said ew. <laughs> For the record, we're not having an affair. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was. <laughs> I didn't think about that before I said that. Obviously. Um. Um. To end off the episode, um, having a little emo in memoriam, but also an emo resurrection, all at the same time. Um. I say let's first start with like the okay. It's bittersweet news for me, just because. I don't know it. I was much more attached to this band than you were. I think. Oh, but... I was attached. I just really no, but you. <laughs> okay, well, that's where I'm saying like we disagree. That's that's all. Okay. Um, but Brandon Yuri announced the end of Panic at the Disco, and before Sophia, before you say anything, I'm like, it's bittersweet for me because. I knew this should have happened two albums ago. Because um, let's be honest, Death of the Bachelor was the last good, like, conceptually sound album. Um, the last two have just kind of been rehashes of that same concept. Uh, and it's just like, it's weird. Because I don't know. It's like even if the next album was going to come out, was it going to be good? Like I was still expecting like another album 
And I also feel weird because I really wanted to see the tour for this because I did have a feeling that this like might be it for a while. And I'm kind of glad the last tour I saw of them was Pray for the Wicked because that was like a banner show and I'll never forget it. And I don't know. It's just like. I wish him the best, like I wish Brendan Urie the best, like he's going to start a family after everyone. Also, that's another thing that always really weirded me out about this fandom and honestly, any fandom, regardless of how you feel about Brendan Urie, it was super weird when people were like, when is Sarah have a bun in the oven, like on his lives and everything? It was like really weird. Um, But, you know, I'm glad he's going to move away from this life because I think it, it was just it was time. It was time a while ago, but it's just, it's still kind of weird for me to say out loud. But um, yeah, Sophia has har- harsher thoughts, none of which I really agree with. Listen, she's allowed to have um, those thoughts. Um, don't get me wrong. Panic played a huge role in my upbringing as a emo kid. But as I grew up, I realized just how annoying he is. And, you know, all that stuff about his, I think it's his, it was his, like, his security guy or yeah, fam member and how he, like, kind of didn't let him go until he had to. And also the fact that he kind of throws slurs around very casually, not in, like, shows or anything, but there are some recorded instances. I just want to grab his hair and throw him against a wall. And you know what? At the end of the day, this man is a millionaire. He has so much money. He has built a very nice life for him and his family. Good for him. I'm not... I'm... He, I, he does not care about my opinion. Um, so thank God I never have to hear his music ever again. Um, yeah, thank God, but whatever, you know, it, I'm, I at least give him, like, respect and kudos that he wants to focus on his family and raise his kid rather than trying to split that up, because I know, especially for celebrities, raising their children in a space where they're so well-known is extremely difficult, and I think taking that break that hiatus or whatever is gonna allow him to be the best father that he could be. Yeah, and it it's just like again, I'm I disagree with Sophia in the sense that I just like I I don't find him annoying. Um I think like he's I like I'm not gonna say like he's some angel, like he's definitely done some stuff that I'm like, dude, you messed up. Um but like I, it has nothing to do with like his success and his financial status. Like I can imagine, and I know like there's a whole like it was really Ryan Ross's band and like all of this stuff. And I'm wrong. I like Ryan Ross too. But at the same time, like I don't really like when people say that because it's like a lot of the times they're the same people who are like hardcore like post Ryan Ross album fans. And it's like, I don't know, like you can't like have your cake and eat it too. You know, I, I that's, 
that's all I'm going to say about that. But anyways, that's not really my point. I'm just saying that, like, I imagine it can be hard to, like, let go of something that, because it probably did bring him a lot of joy to be in this band. I don't think it was always, like, a cash grab kind of thing, I think. He obviously seems like music is something that brings him a lot of joy. And I think he just didn't know where to go after it. And I think he can go places. I think he can be a compelling solo artist. He was, but I, he can be a compelling solo artist. He just can't be a compelling solo artist when he's hiding under the skies of a band that's been dead for yeah. the past two albums. Like, I really think if he wanted to in the next five years, if he wanted to come back and come back as Brendan Urie and that was it, like, he would probably be very successful and very happy with creative ventures. Um, Another thing that was annoying about the discourse about his post, people were like, oh my gosh, he's really acting like he's My Chemical Romance. And it's like his post was literally like six. Like, what was he supposed to do? Just be like, Panic at the Disco is done. Bye. And then everyone would have hated him, too. Like, I don't see how his post was in any way similar to the MCR. Like, um, retirement post. I didn't really see it that way since it's like, it's just a, it's just an announcement post. I know it was just him saying like end of a journey guys like thanks for coming along thanks for supporting us like what else was he supposed to say and I saw like at least like 10 comments that were just like dude you're not my chemical romance it's like how was any way shape or form was that post similar to that um but anyways um so end of an era and Again, bittersweet for me, but new era. The new era for another emo Trinity band. Um, could be the last era, which is actually more depressing. Um, <laughs> new Fall Out Boy album. Woo! Fall Out Boy! Love them. Love them so much. That love from the other side, I was just, I wasn't expecting that. It's so good. It's so good. And Heartbreak feels so good. Not as good as Love from the Other Side, but still good. I just, honestly, even, like, everything that Fall Out Boy has released has warmed up to me. Even, like, like, it's just warmed up to me. Like, I didn't like Mania at first, and now Mania is, like, one of my favorite albums. I was so a I'm hardcore just... media stan. I wore like purple skinny jeans the day it came out. Wow. I wore the Mania shirt. I had bought it and it was on my like first like crappy Samsung phone. And it was just repeat for 24-7. I would listen to that album nonstop. Um, it was a really bad addiction. Like I was a Mania head and it was really bad. So I never disliked the album. Because <laughs> when um, Young and Menace, like the single came out, I it was just different. And yeah. I wasn't a big fan of that style of music. But now that I've like listened throughout the entire album, like Stay Frosty Milk Tea, like oh. goes so hard. Oh. 
god that's that so, song goes so hard so good so good and heaven's and gate like, like heaven's gate patrick's folk on that are just give me a boost over heaven's gate patrick just do it I loved, I loved the, like the crank that Frank, emo like, crack days where it would be like the, crappy like yeah, um, like Photoshop, edits, mm-hmm. like meme, and it would just be like a cut cut out of Patrick Stump's head, in like heaven, and then it would yeah. just like drag his head over Heaven's Gate, and I was like, I miss those days. I also really like Bishop's knife trick. I thought that was a good yeah. one too. Yeah. But I'm excited for this. Like, I'm really excited for this album. I've already, oh my gosh, I can't speak. I've already pre-ordered it because they're selling autographed CDs. And I was like, I'm buying that. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta have some memorabilia. Gotta have some memorabilia. Cause I bought Viva Las Vengeance on cassette and see And the cassette came damaged. Yeah, which was like a bad sign. But then they sent me another one for free. Um which is cool. They were really speedy about it. So shout out to I forgot the company that handles their merch. Um Oh, that's that's depressing. I bought the last panic album that was definitely not their best album though it has warmed up to me but i think that's just because it's their last album so i'm putting some emotional attachment on that um but yeah i did pre-order it and i'm excited for it and i just it's just it's very interesting because like they're all dads like and not just like new dads they've like they're all like dads of like 10 year olds which is really weird but they're just like making banner music whenever they want and pete wentz has got that weird like blonde bleach blonde hairstyle right now which i you know i don't care but it's just they're just i don't know they're just having fun and it's showing in their music good for them i feel like they should have some fun yeah i do feel bad for joe because it looks like he had to take a break from the band because he's having some mental health issues and it's just like Mm -hmm. that sucks um yeah because in the love from the other side video he was like well i don't know if it was him but someone was in like some raccoon furry costume (laughs) um and i was like that's weird yeah it wasn't like a furry costume. It was just like a raccoon costume. I know. That... I know. Okay. I'm I'm messing with you. Oh well, I don't I don't know. You could have like not seen the music video. No, I, I haven't. You're talking seen the music about video. Oh, okay, so my <laughs> my assumption was valid. Okay. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I have not I have not seen the music video. Okay. You know what was weird? That one TikTok actress. What's her name? Eliana. Eliana. Eliana again. Did she do like those scenarios? Yeah, she has like like, she's, like a little bit too good at acting. Brown hair. Yeah. Okay, I think I know who you're talking about. 
Okay. I think like she's one of the main TikTok actresses, but I also wouldn't know because oh, I just see her on YouTube shorts. So I don't know how that translates. She's got like uh, really good lighting in her TikToks. Yeah. And her camera yeah. is like really good. Yeah. I know she was in the about. music video. Oh, good for her. Yeah. I was, I was a little surprised. She was only in it for like 10 seconds, but um, still, that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, like she, it was, she didn't even like have a speaking part. She just was like crying and that was, that was it. <laughs> yeah uh but yeah uh we're at like we're almost at an hour and a half i don't know if you want to talk about the other talking point it's kind of a weird one to say after this (laughs) i was just gonna rant about the egg shortage that we have right now oh okay was that the one that you were talking about well i mean that was the only other talking point that we talked about it's just at work, customers have been, like, getting mad at me over the egg shortage, which, if you guys don't know, there is an avian flu going around right now, and farmers are having to euthanize large populations of chickens um, just so the flu doesn't spread more. So, thus, creates a shortage of eggs, and we right now have a limit of two cartons of eggs, which... If you're buying more than two kinds of eggs, I don't know what you're doing, but you do not, you don't need that many eggs. Like, what if it's like a baker or something? I don't know. Well, they they would have wholesale eggs. They would, they would buy wholesale eggs. I, oh, I don't know, like a small business or something. I don't don't know. Well, they'd go to Costco. Costco does not have a limit. Oh, I thought, okay, never mind. It's just my store currently has limit. Oh, I guess, yeah, that store would because they're, oh bougie yeah stuff so um so i had this one guy try to buy four cartons and then get mad at me over the sign when it's like that's not my like i just work up here like (laughs) sorry um my glass bottle almost fell over (laughs) But the interesting thing is before the shortage, no one was buying more than two carns of eggs. Like, I very rarely got someone buying three. So people are panic buying eggs, which yeah. eggs is not really one of those things where you can just store. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> like, it's not hand sanitizer. <laughs> like, you can't just scarf, like, down 20 eggs. Yeah. I mean, well, I I mean, I guess you could I, if you're on a diet, like Yeah, but it's like Is anyone really... on an egg diet? Like <laughs> Here's the thing. If you really needed that many eggs, you would find <laughs> a way to get them without trying to like inconvenience me. Like, if you really needed five cartons of eggs, you just, you can, you can play it smart. Listen, if you have a, a husband, a wife, a kid, a teenager, I don't know, you guys both go in there, go to separate lanes, get two cartons each. Out of sight, out of mind, I don't care. But when you're up front looking at me and arguing with me over the egg limit that is imposed by my store leadership, I can't do anything. It's just been, it's just been like, it's so dumb. 
boiled egg diet. Are you, have you been seriously looking up egg diets this entire time? Just in like the past 30 seconds. Well, my whole thing was that, um. I heard what you said, by the way. I wasn't like, I know. Ignoring my whole you. thing was that people are panic buying eggs right now. And I think yeah. it's extremely stupid. Yeah. Okay. What is the boiled egg diet? The boiled egg diet focuses on eggs. Partic- okay. Well, wow. I, I didn't. I didn't know it was focused on hard-boiled eggs. That wasn't apparent from the title of the diet. Um, You eat a minimum of two to three eggs per day. That's like, that's not that extreme. And you don't even have to incorporate them into every meal. Oh, okay. Well, well, Nicole Kidman might be only might be freaking out about this egg shortage because she reportedly ate only hard-boiled eggs prior to starting starring in a movie. I don't know why you would do that to yourself. Like, out of all the extreme diets, like, why would you just want to eat boiled eggs every day? All day? Huh. Boiled eggs are disgusting, first off. Eh. Um... Eggs are just kind of disgusting in general when you really think oh. about it. No, they're not, but... Well, when you think the too long, they are kind of disgusting. Like, I love me a good scrambled omelet. I love omelets. Um, but when I you will... think about them for too long? Yeah, because you're like, that's, that's a chicken unborn baby. And you are consuming it for protein. So, you eat a chicken. Yeah, it's comical. It's what? <laughs> it's comical. It's comical? Yeah. Wait, how is... Wait, eating a chicken is comical, but eating an well, egg is no, disturbing. No, like, you are, you are eating a chicken's unborn child for protein. It's kind of comical. Oh. I mean, I don't know. I just, like... Food chain. I- <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> You you know those like have okay I don't know if you've ever had like a a cat video pop up on your feed and you'll go at the comments and all, most of the comments are like at least three thousand calories. No no I you okay what feed more, are you talking about like what like YouTube Shorts that's the only really feed you have. Oh, well, I also don't get cat videos on there, okay. so... Well, because the more and more I try to explain this, the more and more I think I have just a very niche corner of the internet. You know what I've been getting a lot? I've been getting a lot of, like... Like, boy memes. Boy it's, memes? like, memes that only guys would get. Oh, and like, it's, like, kind of thing. thing. Yeah, but they're actually, like, really funny, and I, I have, like, a little bit of a crisis, because I'm, like, these are just, like, funny. I don't, like, I didn't think these were just, like, for guys. Like, I don't know why it has to be gendered, like. Well, that's, that's the, that's the joke. No, but I think, like, they're serious. Like, this is, like, boys only, like, like, no. that kind of thing, because then I also get, like, the Sigma stuff, like, afterwards. You know, I've started getting, like, unironic Patrick, Patrick Bateman Sigma memes on my Have you feed. gotten that girl who, like, is, like, Sigma girl 
energy or I think it's it, it's joke but is her name Pearl no no no, no. I mean like okay. no it's like a skit I think like no it's like Sigma I, I girl it. and she's like in a leather jacket like no but have oh, you heard of that okay. Pearl girl yeah I sent videos of her like months I ago know, but like I don't remember if we've talked about this before oh well that might need to wait for next episode because that's well, a whole yeah. bag of worms. That is a whole bag of worms. Like literal brain worms. Like you will lose brain cells. Yeah. Because um, hearing her logic makes my logic sound logical. I was just saying something. Um, I was just saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was that's a weird place to end it. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, that is where we're going to end it. So we're going to end it all here. You can interpret that how you want to. Yeah, well, thank you for listening. Um, thank you for staying here. We appreciate it. Please subscribe. <laughs> leave a comment. Like. Um. I don't know. What else do you want to say? Um, uh, oh my gosh, we didn't. Oh, darn it. We didn't talk what? about the Justin stuff. Actually, I don't want to talk about that because that's actually very like depressing to me. Um, uh, okay. I'll just say this one. I'll just say this one thing. I hope, um, what's his name? Sean. Ah, shoot. Shoot. What's his name? Morty. It's Morty says, uh, Sean Doro Dor Doro Doro. He was known as Morty Says on mm -hmm. I think TikTok originally. Oh, that guy who does really good impressions. He's like, it's so good. And honestly, weirdly enough, Justin Roiland like approved him. Like he was like, Yeah, dude, like we have like the same vocal cords. Um, don't want to get into Justin Roiland, but I'm just saying that he said that. Mm -hmm. Um but Sean Doro is actually from Sacramento, which I just, I, I, that would shout be, out. Shout that'd be out fun because Sacramento doesn't get a lot of um, good things. So uh, <laughs> um, we got Smosh and then Brie Larson for a split moment. And that's it. She's not even from Sacramento. She was just she like was, born here and stayed yeah, here for like born, a year. That's, that's why I said split second. Cause she was born oh, here. Like and Smosh, then we can actually say. We can actually say it. We went to the same high school as that. Yeah. Um, and look at us. Now we're on YouTube, too. Now our high school can put that hey, in their Wikipedia page. Hey, if you ever want to do a spend the life of the day as former Del Campo students, hit us up. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay. I just, I, that threw me off a little bit. Um, but yeah, I hope that guy, Adult Swim, hits him up. Because if that guy... Voices Rick and Morty, I'd be more willing to continue watching because right now I'm kind of like I don't really want to watch it anymore. I, think, I also think it would be really funny if Rick and Morty just sound like completely normal people. Like, I think that'd be so funny. That would be funny for one episode and then after a while it'd just be like okay, like this isn't Rick and Morty anymore. Um, 
but no, no it's 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 oh I'm I'm man my timing was so off I was gonna say it's Richard and like a normal version of Morty and, but um, what's the isn't Mort short for something Mortimer Mort Mortimer, Mortimer. <laughs> Richard and Mortimer, Mortimer. this is like some Morty 70s sitcom <laughs> Uh, oh. A hundred years of Richard and Mortimer. Mortimer. <laughs> Why did I just automatically give them British accents? But those no. are like very British. Oh, They're, they are very British names. <laughs> Dick and Mortimer. <laughs> Dick and Mortimer. Wait, isn't that like a like a material mortar? Like a more like are you talking about like a mortar and pestle? Okay, I haven't heard that. Mortar well, it's like that pestle. that thing that you grind up brick and mortar. Brick, a brick wait, and mortar. Wait, that's brick and mortar. Weird. You mean brick and mortar? Wait, is that where? What if that's actually how that brick and Morty got like those names, brick and mortar? I don't know. Wait, I actually I need to find this out now. I Oh my god. Rick and Morty is a play on brick and mortar. Wow, I Are you serious? That was a weird Wait, no, are you serious right now? Wait, maybe not. Maybe maybe not? Oh. Is it no, it Oh no! It came from Doc and Marty from Back to the Future. Okay, I just made something up. That makes sense. <laughs> Me Doc when I spread false information online. <laughs> um, devious information. <laughs> okay, we are now like at an hour and forty minutes, so I think it is time for us to end. Uh, yeah. So thanks for listening. We have a lot of fun things. A movie. We're making a movie. Making a movie. Woo. Okay. Bye. Woo, bye. See you next time. <laughs>